has equipped me with everything I need where I'm at. And I don't need to be in such a rush to go off on my own, pave my own way and figure it out. Hello, Addie. <laughs> a long time no see. Long time no see. <laughs> I mean, not really, but I guess yeah. just in this recording studio that we have going, to, it like sounds so official when I say yeah. that, but mm -hmm. yeah, it has for sure been a minute. It has. So we have officially ended our spring quarter. <laughs> um, so we are done with junior year. Oh my God. How does that feel? <laughs> Scary. I just all of the feelings of course mm -hmm. so yeah we've been MIA so we wanted to address that moment we were just dealing with the stress of finals I'm sure many of you can relate mm -hmm. um, and just odd unexpected illnesses <laughs> but we're back mm, yeah <laughs> hopefully <Yes. laughs> yeah and so this is just a moment where we're like I guess acknowledging like that the year has come to a close um, and so we're just kind of, I guess, in this episode, looking at it and verbally processing through it um, and sharing things maybe that we learned or that we're processing through and we're thinking about, or just maybe things that like we've gleaned from the school year of 2022, um, the end of our junior year and like, I guess you know, approaching the last year of college and just kind of talking about that, like just feelings around that and ideas and thoughts in progress around that. So, Addie, would you kind of like to just take the floor and share, <laughs> yeah, and oh, share um, just about, you know, this year mm -hmm. for you, what that was for you, and maybe just if you have any specific stories or any ideas or thoughts or things that you've gather that you like want to share mm -hmm. feel free but yeah yeah I mean even when we were kind of trying to talk about this a little bit earlier like I was just thinking on how quickly this year has felt which I think that's kind of with every year I think for me I just always think everything just flies by so quickly can't really see that. Well, I'm, I'm gonna turn my. Sorry, everyone. I'm gonna turn my microphone so I can see Liv because I couldn't see you for yes. a second. But we can maybe cut that out. But it's yeah. fine. Um, yeah. Like I just think that every year always just flies by. But I think this year, especially, felt so fast. Um, and even compared to last year, like you know, last year was my sophomore year, and it was also when everything was still really weird with you know COVID happening and um just all of the like new regulations that were happening and like school was still really weird and wasn't really in person at all and so I feel like last year there was a lot of like there was a lot of grief there but there was a lot of like depth to it like I just felt like I was literally living in this like weird reality where everything felt so hard and like painful but at the same time I was able to see such like depth and life and joy and like just such a deep sense of like beauty I guess and awe there and 
I think that that's just kind of what happens when we do like walk through things that are hard or when we are in a season that's really painful. It's like everything becomes so magnified for us. Like mm-hmm. that's all that we see. Mm-hmm. And this year, you know, there, I mean, for the most part, I guess, knock on wood, things felt a little bit more normal just in regards to classes and just um, trying to get more into the swing of what life looked like before that, which I think we can all also agree that things still don't feel normal, but um, I just, I don't know, I'm just kind of processing out loud too. It's like, since I'm not in that like grief um, puddle that I felt like I was in all last year, I think there was this sense of everything felt kind of numb and a blur. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, it's like, I mean, even on the first, like I have a vivid memory of like, I was walking into the first class fall quarter. So like, you know, the first, I guess, official day of my junior year. Mm-hmm. And I just was like crying all day in like very like in not in sadness but in joy of feeling so grateful that I was in a classroom again with like real people and I don't know I I was just feeling so much like gratitude Mm -hmm. and I think that's kind of what carried me a lot through this year of um looking at things through this lens of everything that I feel like is stressful or painful are most of the time they're kind of parts of my life that aren't that significant. They're kind of inconvenient at most, but they're not earth shattering for me. And I just, I think I've just learned that that's a lot of what it is to have the privilege of living, of having these painful things that happen. And it's not that they don't matter because they do. It's just, I think like last year, it was like nothing mattered except for the fact that things that were so important to me were not happening and were lost to me. And so this year, I think I had more of a widen view of everything that I was able to notice things that were more of an inconvenience to me and just feel almost grateful for them because that means that some of the hardest parts of everything was kind of over you know and I don't know if like any of that makes sense because that's just me talking out loud about this but I just I really tried to lean into like there is such a privilege to living. And a lot of the times that's mirrored in things that come into my everyday life that feel like inconveniences to me or stressful things to me. Um, And yeah, I don't know. I mean, I definitely feel like there's just a sense of lost to it also because I'm like it's already over and I don't think it was what I was hoping for 
Um, I don't think it was what I was totally expecting. Um, I think in some ways, though, it was so much more than I could have ever asked for, and I'm really grateful for that. Um, I think I came a lot into my own this year, too, like, mm -hmm. just knowing and, like, learning, like, who I am and how I want to show up in the world and, like, what that looks like for me and what I'm passionate about and who I am. Like, I think I'm leaving junior year feeling a lot more confident of those things than I did coming into this year. Um, yeah, I mean, even just, like, different parts of, of, of just this year of, like, saying yes to things and working at you know, in different places that have, like, really widened my scope of um, my life and my experiences and what I want to do in the world. And mm. so, yeah, uh, I think there's a lot of good in it, um, a lot of, like, peace and more of a security to who I am and to uh, kind of where I'm like moving to next um but also i think there's just kind of a loss because it just felt so fast and it felt like a blur and i think that that's always really hard for me to accept when things just feel like they happened but they didn't it's like dang it's already over yeah, yeah. and i haven't been able to process it so it just feels like there's so many untangled knots at the end of this mm -hmm. thing like it's it's just not in a perfectly fit, processed um, knot <laughs> that feels like I can make sense of it. But yeah, yeah. Wow. No, <laughs> no, that was a for, lot. But no. thank you for sharing that. I feel like as you were sharing, I, I could resonate with a lot of that, mm -hmm. particularly feeling like everything went by so quickly just yeah. just so just so quickly um and I really love how you said that like gratitude was something that helped like carry you through like starting this year and um just being grateful for life just as mm -hmm. it is such you know a gift and um just seeing those small little moments that maybe we didn't recognize before like in class person or in person classes, classes yes yes <laughs> in-person classes like that's something that I never would have thought I would be you know grateful for mm -hmm. and I also feel just a lot more stabilized being in an environment where there are people I can look at and talk to face to face and interact with and that has also been a blessing to me in so many ways and um yeah. I am just so grateful for that and Something I think also, like, even just tacking on to that, like, something, again, I'm not realizing I learned until we're kind of talking about it, but because I, like, have walked through seasons like COVID when there was so much grief and loss and heartache, even kind of post-COVID, like, just personal, like, losses and grievances mm -hmm. of my own, um, because I learned to walk through those and um, just take it day by day, like now that things just feel like they've come so full circle, I'm that much more grateful because I've known the depth of like the, 
grief and the yeah. sorrow. Yeah. I feel like the the gratitude is just in the joy is so much deeper because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, like the flip side of that. Um, yeah. And I feel like I'm even, like you said, grateful for the tiny little things that are inconvenient. Mm-hmm. Um, and those things that otherwise would just bother me um, senseless. I feel like now... I can just be grateful or like kind of acknowledge them for what they are and not let them get to me as much. Yeah. Um, because like there's so much, there's so much that's more important than those mm. things that, you know, I can let now slip through the cracks. Like I can let the things that, you know, used to bother me so much kind of slip through the cracks. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm leaving junior year with a similar sense of just like, wow that happened and I have not processed it I have not and so I guess this time is also just kind of verbally processing through I can't tell if it's because it ended with like I was sick for a week and then had to cram for finals for a week and pull so many like all-nighters and so many things happened like that last week I'm just like wow like I maybe that's why I feel like that kind of that's how I ended the year was on that note so like is that why the year just feels like a blur and a whirlwind but I feel like I don't know I just feel like I moved through each quarter with so much packed into my schedule um which is good I think it's good that I had so many things to look forward to in between classes and um but it is just kind of debilitating because now I'm just like here I am and I'm about to be a senior graduated quite possibly pretty soon sooner than I expected and it just feels like I'm not ready and so the biggest obstacle I'm facing right now is just learning how to be okay with not being ready yet Mm -hmm. um and also getting rid of the idea that like I'm gonna figure it all out or know it all before I enter whatever season is next Um, so I think like the biggest thing that I'm taking away from junior year is just, it's okay to be scared of the unknown and it's okay to feel like things, you know, are changing super rapidly and you don't quite have the time to sit with each one of them and process through them and even learn something from it and glean something from it. Like it's okay to kind of allow things to be what they are, um, Mm-hmm. And it's also okay to just not have all the answers. I think it's just something much easier said than done. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, I definitely. guess I'm, someone said this to me last week, like there's just a difference between knowing and understanding. And so even though I know all of these things and I know that I'm taken care of and I know that things are going to fall into place, and that I am provided for and taken care of and that all of my steps, you know, are already paved. I just have to, like, show up and step into them and um, that a lot of this is, like, in the Lord's hands and I don't have to worry about it. And it's, like, those are things I know, but it's things that I'm, I guess I'm just having a hard time, like, really receiving and understanding and we've talked about this before, before, but living into those things Mm-hmm. is much more difficult. Um, and so I guess right now I'm in a place where um, 
there's a lot of transition happening and I'm learning how to just be okay with letting things be what they are um, and that my life doesn't have to look like you said like this perfectly processed package of like I have this figured out and I'm seamlessly transitioning from this season to the next and that sometimes and most often times transitions can be super messy and kind of confusing um and I think that that is also okay and it's something I'm learning to understand is that that is okay yeah um and it's okay to not be where you want to be just quite yet um and I'm learning that you know there's beauty in that and something I feel like I also learned just quite recently it's not even something I've learned but it's something I'm really just holding on to like as I'm leaving junior year um is just this idea of I am planning on staying where we are at now I don't know why I'm being mysterious I plan on staying in Ruston (laughs) for the foreseeable future a lot of factors have just kind of lined up that way um just really feeling a sense of community that I did not feel this time last year and so I was so ready to up and move as soon as I graduated and explore and go somewhere because I had no ties in um, our college town and um, or even back at home an hour away. I was just like, I'm just ready to move off and start this new adventure. And I'm realizing that this year has kind of become a new adventure in and of itself and it's right where my feet are and it's right in this small little town um and just finding corners of it that I haven't looked at before um meeting people that I didn't know even lived here and you know cultivating those relationships in a Mm -hmm. way that is just makes me not want to leave um and so I just feel like For so long, I was ready to, you know, move on and just move away. And at this point, my plan last year, at this time that we're at currently, I was going to be, like, applying for a lot of different jobs, like, out of state. And I was, like, so excited to, like, get them and accept them and just move off. Um, But now I'm learning that it's looking like I'm going to stay here for at least, you know, a few more years. Um, And I'm kind of excited for it. But also scared because I have doubts of like, well, is that like the lesser like option? Is that something that I'm being complacent in by not taking the risk and moving off? And I was talking to a friend, also a listener, Lindsay Thornton. <laughs> Shout out, Lindsay. Shout out, Lindsay, if you're listening. You're the best. We love you so much. But I saw her, she just graduated, so congrats. Um, <laughs> I saw her on Sunday at church when we were honoring like the seniors for like the time they've spent um within you know the ministry and also just graduating college and moving on and um and I got to talk with her after like that ceremony where we just kind of all prayed for the graduating seniors um and just kind of like getting her thoughts on like what that looks like for her like what's next and what she feels like you know she's learning and she said something that was just really profound and that I'm just holding on to she said that she's learning that it takes a lot of faith to stay like to stay Mm. where you are 
Yeah. And I was just, that was the words that I needed to hear. And she just put, she verbalized what I guess I had been wanting to say that my soul had just kind of been wanting to say that I feel like the Lord had been speaking over me in a way is just that there are doubts and maybe it is looked at differently to stay somewhere and not go and you know be super successful in a bigger city like maybe that is perceived as being maybe the lesser option whatever that means but I think it takes just as much faith to stay somewhere as it takes to move somewhere and start over completely Um, and it's something I guess I'd never thought of and so it was really encouraging and um, maybe just something that I wanted to share in this Mm -hmm. space because it's something I'm definitely holding on to as I'm in this period of just transition um, of all sorts and maybe not like life not looking the way that I thought it would at this mm-hmm. time last year um and so I'm, I'm grateful for that and grateful for Lindsay sharing that I just feel like it was really comforting it was really comforting to know that um other people are also staying and that you know there is so much to be grateful for here and I don't have to constantly live in a place of worrying about well would I have been happier if I would have done this or that like just knowing that I am still like at my core, like where I need to be. And as long as I'm following the Lord and I'm listening for his voice and I'm praying and discerning and I'm investing in the community around me. Um, and they're also able to speak into my life and like give me advice and encourage me and wisdom. Um, like God has equipped me with everything I need where I'm at and I don't need to be in such a rush to go off on my own, pave my own way and figure it out. So, yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing all of that. I feel like I have a lot of thoughts about everything that you said and, um, that was just all really, really good. And I also really loved how you said, you know, well, I guess what Lindsay said too, of like, it takes a lot of faith to stay where you are. Um, and to just trust that, like, even if your life looks different than how you thought it would look, it's still, it takes so much trust to accept that, you know, and to accept that, um, it's still just as, full and fruitful and rich and beautiful as any other form of the future could look like too. So yeah, I don't know. I just like really loved hearing that and I just really appreciated you sharing all of that. Um, gosh, I, I had like a couple of things to say, but I'm trying to remember all of them. Um, I think what I was first talking about earlier of just like looking at um, things kind of as like privileges, you know, almost like trying to kind of look at parts of our lives that can seem not so great, but like looking at them as kind of they are. And I'm just like so sensitive to stuff like this. So I think that's why I'm just wanting to clarify it. But I like definitely don't mean that in a way to like make someone feel like their feelings is not important or like what they're like going through is not significant or it's not worthy to be like seen and like validated 
um, even in one of my classes, we were just kind of like talking about this and we were just trying to figure out like, okay, like we know that, you know, technically there are people that have it so much worse than us. So there's a need to see that perspective. But then again, like what you're like, whatever loss that you are currently experiencing in any sort of capacity, that is the biggest loss for you mm. and that matters. And so like just trying to look at it that way, cause I think, I mean, even when I was younger and I would feel upset about something or sad or whatever it was. And I was just always told like, you don't have anything to complain about. Like you don't have permission to feel that because compared to this or X or Y or Z, you know, you have it so good. And then I always felt like, well, dang, like then what I'm like going through isn't significant or it's not important or I feel um, shamed for having feelings or for still feeling that way when I know cognitively that maybe, yeah, there's a lot of things that I can be grateful for. So I don't know. I just like wanted to preface with that um, because I think sometimes that can get twisted and I never want that to get twisted. Um, I think you can kind of hold them in like two hands, you know, like Mm -hmm. you can hold this truth um, that we do get a lot of perspective from people that walk through things that seem so unimaginable and we can look at that and um, and just yeah I don't know like glean some sort of perspective from that but then in the same way we don't have to invalidate what we're feeling either yeah we don't have to like talk about this um in any way I just want to just I don't know at least acknowledge it because I think it kind of ties into what we're talking about but um I mean I'm sure that everyone knows like yesterday there was um someone came into like an elementary school in Texas and killed like 19 kids and two teachers um which that's a whole other conversation of um how that should have never ever happened and what we need to do in order to make sure that that never happens but that's wishful thinking but um even just like looking at something like that like and knowing that there were so many parents that never got to see their kids again um, when they just like dropped them off at school and had no idea that they were going to be murdered that day. And um, I just, you know, like that obviously gives you a lot of perspective too of like, oh my gosh, like, yes, I'm so grateful that I am stressed about school right now or I'm so grateful that I'm stressed about whatever because when it when you just like look at what really matters to someone and you look at that be totally stripped away from them it's just like gosh it really gives you just a lot of perspective and I think that that's kind of what I'm going through like even just today and 
I guess that that's why I just brought it up because I think yeah. it sort of connects to that point of like, that gives me so much perspective. Um, and so, I don't know, I just, yeah. that was kind of random, but that just keeps on coming up. And I just think it's important to kind of talk well, about. I think so too, like, I think it is important to obviously hold space for, you know, occurrences like this that are easier, I guess, with our location, like being distanced from it, like mm-hmm. geographically, it's easy to kind of sweep under the rug or like, oh, this doesn't affect me directly. Um, but I think it is important for us to talk about things like that, you know, and, um, and you're so right. Like, obviously comparative suffering is not not helpful. It's not helpful, but in like severe situations like this, I think it is something that is like very sobering, Mm -hmm. a sobering reality. And we can kind of take a step back from whatever we're so like holding a magnifying glass over Mm -hmm. and just recognizing that, you know, just being grateful that like we have what we have and maybe the things that we're wrestling with you know aren't so bad and having like respect and observance over the things that people are grieving Mm -hmm. um that are extremely like significant substantial losses um yeah and so I'm, i'm glad that you did bring it up and i think that i mean this is a place where we can you know, and should, like, talk about mm-hmm. um, those types of things, so, yeah. I think we're all, we're all feeling it, and, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's just becoming more normal, so it's, like, it isn't so mm-hmm. far off for us. It can happen to any of yeah. us, um, mm-hmm. so, anyway, but I guess just kind of moving on from that, but, um, yeah, I guess just one other question, it's kind of a total, no, a total no, no. U-turn, but um, even just, you know, as I'm leaving junior year, um, it's always really triggering and hard for me, and I think I'm, like, learned, like, I've learned this throughout my life in school, so it's not a surprise, but I weirdly think every single year it's always a weird surprise for me even though it shouldn't be because it happens all the time it happens every summer and it's just like there's such this disorienting feeling of when school is over for me which I think is in part because I do really love school like I mean I I love all of my classes, like I love my professors. I mean, I just have a really good experience and I'm so thankful for that. Um, So I think that's part of like maybe why it's so hard, but then at the same time, I think just school provides me a lot of like structure. It provides me with honestly like a purpose in my life, which that kind of seems so like I shouldn't be putting all my identity in that. But still, you know, I think that there's just a lot in that and a lot of having to learn what it looks like to just exist and, yes, have a lot of other things going on, of course, in my life without school, but it's still hard. And I think that that's kind of where I've also started to be at, maybe, like, when school is not happening, um it's just it can be so triggering and it's just like this I kind of 
I was actually talking to Lindsay the other day and I was just telling her about it and I was like, you know, it's, it's literally like seasonal depression, but not in the winter. It's in the summer for me. And I know that people probably don't get that at all because summer is supposed to be so happy, but I think it's just like every summer, it's just like, there's just this wave of like, such deep sadness and it's crazy that you're even saying this because <laughs> i do relate really i thought okay. i was i thought i was alone but have we never really d- dived into this before I feel like for me it might just be because it was recent yeah and for me okay. it didn't really start until covid mm-hmm. and i feel like that's whenever like a lot of like just mental health concerns kind of just came into the picture like things I guess I didn't realize were yeah they just were magnified with COVID and with that like COVID came right before the spring and I just remember classes were the only thing I had to do every day like Mm -hmm. online classes that spring quarter when we were online yep yep and then once that ended and it was just summer but not really because I couldn't get out of the house and see people Mm -hmm. um I was just, like, overwhelmed with, like, a weight of sadness. And I really, there were so many things to be grateful for. Like, I had a family who they could, you know, provide for me. And I could go outside and swim in the pool if I wanted to. And they were just beyond that, though, basic needs and, you know, recreational things. Like, there was so much to be grateful for. But that's not what I was really, I guess, that's all, not what I could focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a really hard time focusing on the good in that season. Um, and I was just, like, overwhelmed with, like, this wave of sadness that lasted from, like, May probably until, like, the fall. Yeah. Um, and it was. It, was, it felt yeah. like seasonal depression, but the opposite. And I didn't really think, I was like, well, that was just, like, COVID, like, removed experience. But last summer... Like, when classes, like, were out in the spring, there was, like, this two-week period before summer classes started for me where I was just, like, oh, my goodness. Like, there's just this weight and, like, this sadness. And I guess I didn't connect it to school ending and, like, that Mm -hmm. coming to a close. But I guess I should have been suspicious of it because it kind of dissolved when I started summer classes. Um, and had things to do and I was just so busy I guess I didn't think about it yeah and again I thought well maybe that was just a weird instance but as spring <laughs> comes to a close just the past couple weeks like I've just felt so off yes and I don't know what it is but like I wake up and I'm just like what do I do like yes. what am I doing because I don't have class or homework mm-hmm. and it's funny because I was so stressed about getting everything done and finals and it should just be like and it is in a way a relief and I am excited and I have been able to do a couple of fun things um to start off the summer but I'm still met with like this sadness and I don't know what it is but here we are third year in a row where I'm experiencing that same kind of sadness at that same like intensity and it's like like you said like a wave and it like, just mm-hmm. comes out of nowhere like it's been building up and it's like where did where did this come from so I'm really glad that you shared and I'll let you continue yeah, I didn't no, mean to cut you off no. but I was like oh my gosh like, yeah too. no it's so comforting because I feel like everyone is like what 
it's like I'm so happy that summer is here I'm so glad that school's out and I've just never been able to relate like I'm just like gosh you know like I don't know school just provides such a I don't like well okay I guess for me like school feels very safe like there's just like this safety net to school for me and it just makes my life like yes there are times that I'm like oh my gosh I don't like school like school stressing me out like all of the very normal feelings that come along with school um I just think that I don't know like all in all it's just this safety net for me and it's something that I do enjoy and so when it's just like ripped away every year and then I'm forced to like honestly just slow down which I think is a huge part of it just in and of itself probably is because I do spend the whole school year you know running around and there's so much going on and I'm never really able to like sit down and slow down Mm -hmm. and so I think school is that thing where when it ends I'm forced to slow down Mm -hmm. and then I'm forced to deal with all of the feelings that I've pushed away all year Mm -hmm. so I think that that could be it um I think just change of any kind is also hard you know any sort of ending even if um, you know, it will continue, but it's just like, dang, I'll never have this again. Like I'll never have those classes again. I'll never have this, like this year of college again. And I think that can feel hard, but yeah, I think it's a lot of things. And, um, I think that it's comforting to know that some other people can maybe get it because it feels very lonely. And yeah, just a very deep sadness. So I think that that's kind of what I'm, what I'm kind of working through. Um, I think I'm thankful that I have a pretty crazy summer. So maybe that will help me not feel so like, yeah, just yeah. disoriented yeah. like I kind of feel right now. So I'm hopeful that will be yes. the case. But at the same time, I'm like, is that a way to just distract? myself and numb the feelings probably yes I will be honest about that that's probably what it is um but you know I just think there are things that you just try to keep your head above water and this is just kind of one of those times yeah yeah that's so good to hear more about I guess summer and summer plans and why it's going to be so chaotic (laughs) you'll have to stay tuned and catch us next week where we will be sharing a little bit more about that but thank you for sharing all of that and just being vulnerable and coming to the table Um, our hope here is always that you feel like we can just gather together and you're invited into just an authentic conversation and this is not us ever trying to like teach and equip you in a way we are not really Mm-mm, qualified definitely not. by any means <laughs> um but if nothing else we just hope that you can gather and just kind of listen and maybe feel seen and heard and like you can sit there and say mm, me too Addie, or me too live yeah um and so we just thank y'all for continuing to listen faithfully um and we're excited to continue sharing just our journey and our progress and whatever that looks like in this season um 
And so, yeah, again, we would just love to hear any thoughts and any feedback that you would have. You can find us on Instagram, which will be linked um, in the description. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Addie, do you have any closing thoughts before we end? I guess just, yeah, I mean, I think just kind of what you said of just, I hope that this feels like a place where you can feel seen and like known and it isn't like a teaching ground or anything or a, um, a like, you know, here's how you do this or here's what you should do or here's what you should think or anything like that. Um, I just hope that it feels safe for you and I just... I'm still so amazed that there are people that yeah. listen to this. So I don't take that privilege lightly. So thank you. Um, thank you for trusting us enough to listen to us and for um, spending your time with us. And that just means a lot to us. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. See you next week. Bye. Bye.